Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. If you want to call us, 877-474-3302. Again, happy to uh, have KTRB join our family up in the San Francisco and the Bay Area. Uh, and if you'd like to call us from there, we would love to hear from you. We're very happy to be associated with them. Um, and we're talking to Rick Myman, professional photographer. I was actually on, uh, um, looking you up on the website. You've been doing this, what, 25 years that you've been covering tennis? Yes, and you should know that during your last break, I dashed about uh, 60 yards down the hall to get photographs of Rafael Nadal on this particular kind of day on Arthur Ashe, aside from the festivities inside the main stadium, most of the top players uh, give small press availabilities, as we call it, or interviews, and uh, Nadal was the last in the lineup, and I didn't get him, and it would be hard on me and my editors if I didn't, so Boy, I, would I bet. took the chance, and uh, not bad for a guy who just had heart surgery two months ago. But... Hey, congratulations. For you. you know, I have to tell you, I, I can't decide whether I'm upset about Nadal or not. I mean, you know, you, you watch, you know, I was a big Pete Sampras fan, You now you watch Nadal, who, or, or Federer, who didn't look like anybody in, in tennis could beat him, and now Nadal. I mean, it's just it's it's almost like the passing of the garden. I don't I don't know how old Federer I is. I say it's so much the passing of the garden. Nadal is hungry. He's a very little bit younger. Uh, Federer's had a few upsets, a little bit of injury. Maybe time is catching up with him in a very very small way. But in tennis and horse racing, on, in baseball, on any given day, anyone can beat anyone. Uh, when Federer lost to James Blake, everybody was astonished at the Olympics. But you know, the idea being that. Things happen. Someone's game is better. I mean, it's, if you don't play the game, it's very hard to think in those terms like, how is sure. my game? How, how, how is my performance? And um, very, very small changes can make big effects. So no question. Don't count Federer out. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's Nadal's turn for the moment, and things could spin on a dime. Absolutely. All right, so we want to go back to, Marsha, you want to talk about uh, what does a home user use? Okay. Um, you know, I write dummies books. We were talking about the importance of people reading the manual that comes with the camera because it's always very complex because so much goes on with the cameras now. Absolutely. But if I, if I may interrupt, there's other things that go into the camera, your memory card, you know. Right. Shopping for memory is a very, very, you know, memory is profligate. There's all kinds of it. But um, just for argument's sake, and it's it's true in my case, I have been using Kingston memory for years, and it's because it's reliable. It's as reliable as a steam locomotive. It's never failed. I've had people all around this complex who've had other major brands, household names you'd recognize, go corruptive. Now, how how long is the longest you've actually held pictures on, on one of these memory cards or, or whatever you are using and retrieved it again? Well, what usually happens is the cards themselves or the NAND circuitry, that is the internal circuitry on which the cards are constructed, right. changes so that the throughput here, I'm using uh, for the first time ever a 32-gigabyte Kingston um, SDHC card, which means um, SD high capacity, so it's, it's secure digital high capacity. Yeah, that's a big card. Big card. That's as big as uh, my very first external hard drive. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that's just phenomenal. This kind of the advance. So I have many cards lying about, which are of 512, 
one gigabyte capacity, I remember paying huge money, but the mm-hmm. cost of of uh, efficiencies and production plus the uh, the quality of research and development gradually brings the price down. So before the cards get actually used up or go through their cycles of, of use, um, there'll be a better card down the road that you'll say, this is going to make my life better because this 32-gig card will allow me to shoot not only RAW as a backup because my Canon cameras have um, two card slots, a card slot for the uh, compact flash size cards and the um, secure digital size cards. And you mentioned your home user. Most of the smaller cameras come with SD card slots. So that's, to me, a huge advance. And I can use my 16-gigabyte newly developed Kingston um, card in my... uh, in my primary slot and the back back up with the 32 gigabyte Kingston card in the second slot. This so is Rick, something I didn't have even last year. Rick, mention explain to everybody about RAW, the difference between the JPEG and RAW. Well, I wouldn't exactly describe it as the same as, you know, an analogy of uh, eating a carrot raw and then cooking the carrot <laughs> or steaming it. No, but not you, hardly. You can you can think of raw images as the actual. Um, unfettered or unprocessed uh, um, negative or slide, and slides in order to get them into the into a computer have to be scanned, or negatives in order to become prints have to be uh, have to be scanned as well, or they have to be fed into the machinery, which which again scans the the portions of the negative so that you have light and dark areas. When you shoot RAW with a digital camera, everything that comes out of the RAW camera is everything that the camera put into it. When you shoot a JPEG file, and I don't want to make an analogy with uh, <laughs> illegal substances, but <laughs> the, you know, and again, it's my analogy only because it seems to fit, but the, the pure image hasn't been stepped on. Right, with exactly. A, with a JPEG, the image gets sort of stepped on. It gets diluted. It gets it gets uh, compressed. It's like putting it through software. Yes, but it gets compressed to the degree that you cannot uncompress it. You cannot retrieve minor exactly. portions. And every time you open a JPEG to work on it, it gets it gets recompressed. And so gradually over time, the the JPEG quality will suffer. Whereas a now, raw image always provides you the pristine copy that you started with. Now, Rick, well, one of the questions we get a lot is. You know, when we recommend always backing up, whether it's your computer or your pictures or whatever, how safe is it to keep your photographs, your important photographs, on a SD card? Should you back it up on a CD? Do you put it on a hard drive? What's the best way well, to back up? Well, I think up? it's a very, it's a false economy because, first of all, these cards are, you know, SD cards. Uh, look at micro SDs. Um, cards are getting smaller all the time. I, in the professional domain, we've stopped at SD. Uh, I don't think they're going to get really smaller. But mm-hmm. the problem is cards can get easily lost, even the best system of keeping your cards safe and secure, and I can bear witness to this, they can get lost. The only safe place to keep um, digital for archival purposes is on an external hard drive. Yes, there are mm-hmm. online uh, facilities, but most people feel safe having them on a hard drive. Um, I don't keep them on CDs, DVDs, Blu-ray drives because, first of all, the hard drive is almost like a standard that I don't think is going to go away in a very, very long time. And even if standards change, your original stored hard drive will always be retrievable. They'll mm-hmm. always be able to, to deliver what you saved on them. 
um, with CDs and DVDs, the surface coating on these discs can deteriorate, even if they are kept in in pristine conditions. And most people in their homes don't have those kinds of, you know, humidity-safe environments. Hard drives are very robust today. Here, companies like Western Digital, I have a Western Digital Passport drive, an external drive. It's built like Fort Knox. And yeah, it, as a matter of fact, I even graduated. I have a couple of passports, but now I got one of their my books. Have you seen those? I've seen those, and those are slightly bigger. But for people like myself who travel a lot, or who are, or right, who, exactly. who are who are doing lots of different kinds of work, or who in fact own more than one laptop, I have six laptops. So it's easy to have a number of passport external drives designated to a specific machine. So it's very easy to plug that drive into that machine at the end of a day or at the end of a shoot and it automatically gets backed up. The proprietary uh, software is wonderful for that. You don't have to oh, fuss with a lot of menu changes. It's, it's, as we say, plug and go. And it comes in colors. So and I mean, it comes in colors. Yes, I mean, uh, <laughs> black is sort of the the the, the standard color of uh, of my approach. But the yes. silvers, I mean, they're they're they're. Let's face it. Even they have to become stylish and 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 fashion conscious because everybody needs to save their digital photography and everybody needs to save work. Everybody needs to back up um, uh, laptop hard drives and things like that. So you can never be careful enough. Rick, one of the things I, I wanted to quickly mention, you were talking about RAW, um, and a lot of people will say to me, "Why do I have to take large megabyte pictures?" And one of the benefits, I think, of that is because you can do that in-camera editing or you can do it on your own computer where you can move the frame of the picture you want to save anywhere around that huge file. And if you've used many megapixels <laughs> to take your picture, you can pull out a piece of that and have a perfectly printable photo. Yes, you can. And, in fact, a raw image, you can, you can, you can take a small portion and you can crop out a section of that exactly. image, which you cannot do as easily on a JPEG. JPEGs become pixelated very fast, right. even with a facility within Photoshop to, to as we say, up-res or up-resolution the, the standard image. It's going to suffer. There's, there is good software made for it, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, Nothing serves your purpose like having a big house because then you could go from room to room. If you have a small house, you can't move around too well. Now, one of the questions that we get frequently asked, and of course, if you have it stored, it's not as crucial as it used to be with a with film photography. But how long will a picture last before it degrades? If you put it in a picture frame, and how do you do that? What's the best way to preserve your actual photograph? I have printed digital photos from my very first D30, which surprised me. They have been just put on a table or they're on, on a wall, and I cannot believe if you print properly with good quality inks, those digital pictures can last almost as long. I've seen uh, printed pictures from your average drugstore chain, and I've seen those fade faster than I've seen anything uh, fade in the digital realm. Digital is a lot more hardy than some people give it credit for. Well, you know, I was thinking about that because I also used to have my own darkroom, and I was thinking that it's because of all the chemicals we used to use when we, or, or even today when they process standard pictures, there's so many chemicals involved, and yet when you're printing a digital picture, you've got the pure ink on paper. You really do, and, and plus the fact that I think in some ways it's a little bit more environmental friendly. It's certainly health, more healthful to you rather than inhaling the, smell the fumes. Of the yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't. You know what? Um, 
people ask me when's the last time you use film i said well come and see the films you know it's 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 like a collier's mansion in my freezer i mean i've got film probably some of it's still good but i don't miss those days in some ways for the professional photographer who shoots for a wire service or a newspaper it's a little bit more demanding because you're the farmer you raise right. you you have to plow the land put the seed in raise the crop harvest the crop and deliver it that's what we become we become chief cook and bottle washer but you know what we can exercise a lot more control and exactly and by taking if somebody really wants to get artistic to use the raw format and crop it in camera and save you could save five pictures you could save 10 pictures out of one nice sized raw yeah. image the only somewhat limiting factor and adobe has tried with what they call a dng um archiving solution is that every manufacturer has its own approach to what they call a raw file nikon mm -hmm. has an, an uh, nef file canon has a, a a crw file i believe it is but the point of it it being that there's not a complete standard yet, although software gets upgraded in this realm very, very, very fast. And so I would never let that hold me back from shooting raw. Okay. Uh, Rick's going to stay with us just for a few more minutes. We're going to take a break in just a second and uh, find out uh, finally. Uh, I'm going to ask you when we come back your predictions on who's going to win the U.S. Open oh, this year. Oh, boy. Okay. We'll wait on that. Hold on. <laughs> so uh, so you got a few seconds here to think about it. So uh, come back to me after we do that, and we'll come back uh, from our break and talk about uh, you've got some stuff in next hour to talk about as yeah, well. Yeah, I've got my uh, news of the week, uh, Internet news of the week, and things for travelers and laptops. And we've got the buy of the week coming up, a cool buy of the week for you, as always. I'll give you a quick review of the Scorpion King 2, which just came out, as well as Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Did you see that, Marcia? No, I'm afraid that's one I missed. It's actually a good movie. It's a very good movie. That's uh, good. Francis Dorman. Uh, good. Excellent. Good. Don't, don't shake your head at me like no, you don't know good. what I'm talking it's about. It's good. It's right. good. Wonderful. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, the war is over, and just as I thought, Blu-ray is the winner. So what does that mean to you? Well, it means high-quality audio and video for your computer and your big-screen TV. Thanks to a new partnership between Philips and Lighton, or PLDS as I like to call them, because the world doesn't have enough acronyms, gives them access to hundreds of Blu-ray patents. Lighton has a long reputation for high-quality optical drives. PLDS products offer the highest quality at the most affordable prices. Blu-ray products are designed to give users the flexibility to burn Blu-ray discs and watch Blu-ray movies directly from your PC. PLDS has a great lineup of Blu-ray products to satisfy most consumer needs, including a new 4x BD internal writer and an internal and external BD-ROM for easy playback of your favorite movies. To learn more about Philips and Lighton Digital Solutions and the new Blu-ray disc format, visit them at www.lightonamericas.com. When someone you care about needs help living independently, it's a very challenging time. Chances are you're not as prepared as you'd like to be, so where do you start? The Internet is a great place, but you could spend hours of searching and even more hours sorting through the information you've gathered. There's a better way. Spend just a few minutes completing a free independent living assessment at InterimHealthCare.com. With over 40 years of home care experience, Interim has developed a series of questions to help identify factors that may place someone's safety at risk. 
In the short amount of time it takes to answer these questions, you can learn what places someone in an unsafe situation and receive immediate suggestions. You can even arrange for an interim health care professional to visit your home to develop a customized support program for your special needs and budget. It all starts with your free independent living assessment. Take it now by logging on to interimhealthcare.com. Does your business use the U.S. Postal Service? If you answered yes, whether you send mail or ship parcels, at Indicia, we can make it easy and quick to mail stuff right from your computer. Besides the obvious time saver, our software may help your bottom line. You see, the post office now offers discounts on online postage for priority and express mail. Indicia helps you take advantage of those discounts. Other benefits include money savings on online discounts for delivery and signature confirmation and integrated parcel insurance. It's all so simple. Indicia software is integrated into over 60 partner applications, so you can probably use Indicia right through your existing store or shopping cart management system. And forget about handwritten labels. With Indicia, you can easily use your own logos and artwork for a more professional look. It's cool. Indicia.com. Just when you thought life was getting too complicated, along comes Indicia. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com. The team at eBay Radio focuses on helping you make the most of your sales on eBay. In fact, that's what the show is all about. We sell on eBay ourselves, so we understand your interest level in seeking out the very best and latest information to help you sell on eBay. To that end, we have recently brought together 10 of the top sellers on eBay. We ask each of them to give us five of their best-selling tips based on their years of experience. We're pleased to announce that all 50 tips are now available to listen to for free and on-demand 24-7 at 50sellingtips.com. That's 50sellingtips.com. We wanted to learn from the best, and these experts collectively have over 100 years of selling experience on eBay. It's a gift from our eBay radio team to you, and it's free for the listening. So take your eBay selling to the next level. Learn from the experts who've been there, done that. 50sellingtips.com Hey, eBay sellers. We've got an exciting new eBay feature from DHL, the world's leading express delivery company. Here's how it works. Simply click on your eBay sale, choose the shiprush option, and with a few mouse clicks... Verify the address, print a shipping label, notify your customer, and start tracking the package. It's just that easy. In fact, the only thing ShipRush doesn't do is pack the box. But we're working on it. To add this eBay selling feature to your computer, just go to wsradio.com forward slash DHL. In minutes, you'll be up and running with ShipRush. Save time, save money, and receive great feedback with fast deliveries from DHL. Add ShipRush from DHL to your computer today. It's free at wsradio.com forward slash DHL. ShipRush, one more way DHL is putting customer service back in shipping. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
And we're talking to Rick uh, Myman, who is a uh, professional sports photographer who's been doing 25 years of the uh, tennis, uh, following tennis. And, Rick, I was looking at one of the uh, sites that they were talking to you on, and there were a number of tips that you had. And one, and I think this is a good one, says don't crowd your frame with too many elements. Very true, because uh, an image will always look more pure if you can, uh, as we say, when we shoot with our fast lenses at, at, at um, apertures of 2.8 and, uh, you know, between 2.8 and 3.5 and 4, the background gets a little bit powdery or a little bit muted, as we, as we would say. So what that does is it makes the actual subject pop, which means it it, it um, differentiates itself from the background. Um, that is further helped even if you don't have the the most far end equipment that we have by keeping things in your frame uh, precise. Don't go so wide as to have too much in the frame because then you it's it's muddied. You don't know what the mm-hmm. important part of the picture is. So that's another idea where the home user or the person that doesn't have the most uh, high end equipment can think about framing. They can think about what elements go into the image. Very, very important, and yet uh, often overlooked. And if you're doing sports photography, as you've uh, suggested in the in the column, is anticipate the action. If you know what your local heroes or your kids or even professionals are going to do, especially with a sport like uh, like uh, like high school baseball or soccer. I mean, so many children are playing soccer. You you get to know where the kick is going, or you get to see it, which way a player is moving or leaning forward, things like that. Um, you've, got to know, you've got to know the elements of the game. All of those kinds of things will make the average photographer a better photographer. I've seen an awful lot of amateur photographer that, photography excuse me, that can stand on its own, and it's because people are passionate about it and they work hard at it. You know, people don't be, they don't, you're not born a professional. I was not born a professional. I worked my way up very hard. I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't stop trying. And when somebody else would took a better picture than I did, it just propelled me to work harder and sort of, as we would say, refine my game. As the tennis players talk about refining their game, my photography game can be refined. Um, and, and you look to do things that you didn't do before. You have to work hard to challenge yourself. If you get lazy and you get fat and you get, you know, uh, you lose your concentration, your pictures will suffer. All right, and la- two last questions. One, do you have a website? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Don't have a website, Rick? <laughs> uh, I, well, my syndication agency is my website, and um, I'm not such an ego-driven guy. I, I felt happy when I reached the pinnacle of getting paid for doing this work, and I continue <laughs> to, to feel good about it. And I don't. It's. I think websites are important, but I'm just not that ego-driven. I live to go. to go and work at it every day. All right, and last question, who's going to win the U.S. Open? You know, Nadal, I'm just looking at the pictures now, he's got a sort of a healthy meanness to him, you know? He looks <laughs> he looks a little bit like a gangster. But what I'm saying is he's got that hungry look in his eyes. Federer, his interview was competent, but I didn't sense the killer instinct. And I think Djokovic uh, could easily do it, um, but I think... The big mo so far is with Nadal. He's coming in hard off the Olympics. He's had a great season. He's got he's he's been largely injury free, and I think uh, you know he could go all the way. But it's anyone's game. There's no right. guarantees. I'm going to go to Vegas and bet on him now. Okay, go right ahead. I'll help you get good odds. <laughs> hey, Rick. Thank you so much. Thanks to Kingston for uh, having you on with us, and thank you so much for being with us. We'd love to talk to you about digital photography in the future. Anytime. It's been a great pleasure to be with you both.
Thank you so much, Rick. Rick. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, so, Marcia, give us a little preview of your stories that are coming up. Uh, well, the TSA has made some changes in because one of the worst things in the world is when you're traveling with your laptop mm-hmm. and you have to put it in the bin. I mean, my laptop has this huge ding in the side from bouncing around a bin inside the uh, x-ray machine. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you they've made some new rules to make things a little bit easier. Also, we're going to talk about Wi-Fi in the sky. You can now do this in airplanes. They let you do that in the airplane? Yes, Mark. I was in an airplane last week. They didn't say anything about using your Wi-Fi. Well, we will talk about it. I want to talk about that because I want to know about that. Uh, What else you got? Oh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of things here. Intel is putting Yahoo widgets into TV chips. So Yahoo is going to be included in our TVs. Cool. We'll talk about that. All right. When we come back, uh, if you want to call us, please do 877-474-3302. Love to talk to you. Got lots more an hour to go. Please give us a call. We'll be right back. Call you're along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. John, look here. Charlie's company's in the news again. Great. How's he get all that publicity? I don't know, but you better find out his secret. It's no secret. Countless articles in the media are generated by press releases, and Charlie knows to put his releases on PR Newswire. PR Newswire gives your business or association the greatest chance of getting press coverage by delivering your news electronically to major media like the Associated Press, Reuters, and Bloomberg, and to more than 3,600 websites like Google, MSN, and Yahoo, where millions can see your press release immediately. PR Newswire is teamed up with WS Radio to offer a free PR toolkit with press release writing tips and distribution information. Plus, WS Radio listeners get a free 12-month membership to PR Newswire, valued at $125. Visit FreePRTools.com and join PR Newswire today. That's FreePRTools.com. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 